Good morning. Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is Friday of the fifth week of Lent. Our celebrant is Father Salvo. This Mass is being offered for Joseph A. Wallum. The worship program for this morning's celebration can be downloaded at www.stpatrickscathedral.org slash live. Hymns can be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnal. At this time, we invite you to rise for our entrance hymn number 430, Amazing Grace, number 430. <laughs> In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Dear sisters and brothers, as we begin these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Pardon the offenses of your people, we pray, O Lord. And in your goodness, set us free from the bonds of the sins we have committed in our weakness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. I hear the whisperings of many, terror on every side. Denounce, let us denounce him. All those who were my friends are on the watch for any misstep of mine. Perhaps he will be trapped. Then we can prevail and take our, our vengeance on him. But the Lord is with me like a mighty champion. My persecutors will stumble. They will not triumph. In their failure, they will be put to utter shame, to lasting, unforgettable confusion. O Lord of hosts, you who test the just, who probe the mind and heart, let me witness the vengeance you take on them, for to you I have entrusted my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, 
for he has rescued the life of the poor from the power of the wicked. The word of the Lord. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. I love you, O Lord, my strength. O Lord, my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. My God, my rock of refuge, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Praised be the Lord, I exclaim, and I am safe from my enemies. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. The breakers of death surged round about me. The destroying floods overwhelmed me. The cords of the netherworld enmeshed me. The snares of death overtook me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried out to my God. From his temple, he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews picked up rocks to stone Jesus. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works for my Father. For which of these are you trying to stone me? The Jews answered him, We are not stoning you for a good work, but for blasphemy. You, a man, are making yourself God. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. If I call them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside, can you say that the one whom the Father has consecrated and sent into the world blasphemes because I said, I am the son of God? If I do not perform my Father's work, do not believe me. But if I perform them, even if you do not believe me, believe the works so that you may realize and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Then they tried again to arrest him, but he escaped from their power. He went back across the Jordan to the place where John first baptized him, and there he remained. Many came to him and said, John performed no sign. But everything John said about this man was true, and many there began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. 
We see in the book of the prophet Jeremiah, one of the prophecies that Jesus was going to go through when, he's, when it says, terror on every side, denounce, let us denounce him. All those who were my friends are on the watch for any misstep of mine. We have to remember that aside from the greatest suffering that has ever happened to any person has, that has ever walked this earth, which is the fact that Jesus Christ carried the sins of all of humanity, of every person that ever was and ever will be in his soul, plus, of course, the physical suffering of one of the most torturous ways of dying, which is the crucifixion. Jesus also went during his passion, which we are about to live with him in, in a week from today, went through a very basic and, and, and very hard suffering, which is the betrayal of those closest to him, the betrayal of his friends. Not only, of course, Judas, who betrayed him to the point that he was the one that caused the whole thing to, to, to start to happen uh, when he was arrested and everything, but just the fact that he was denied by all of the uh, like by Peter, and in a way perhaps not as, as as straightforward, but by all of the apostles except for John, all of the people that were his best friends that he would be spend everything all the time with, were not there at the foot of the cross except for John, and that of course on top of everything else was a deep pain. And we must ask ourselves, because of course, we must put ourselves at the foot of the cross as well, if we're going to be with Jesus or not during Good Friday. And it makes a difference. One of the most powerful things I've read about this subject, which I read years ago, and I like to not only think about it myself, but to remind people every Holy Week, is something I, I read, one chapter in, in, in this beautiful book called Consoling the Heart of Christ, which uh, was written by Father Michael Gately. Uh, a very beautiful book, a lot of practical advice as well. And he talks about something called retroactive consolation. Very beautiful thing. We've all heard and know the fact that our sins, each and every one of our sins, caused Jesus to suffer the, the, his, his, in his passion retroactively because, of course, whatever we do now in 2023 uh, was something that had not happened yet but did affect Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago. So, but on the same side, on the, the other side of that coin, which makes sense, is the fact that just the way our sins can affect them 2,000 years ago, our love and our support and our being there can affect him as well in a consoling way 2,000 years ago. So if we think about it, of course, this is, only that can, this is something that is only possible because we're talking about God here, which all things are possible. And it might sound, like, sound like science fiction to an unbeliever. But we know that Jesus was thinking about each and every one of us 2,000 years ago as he was walking through his passion. And so right now, this Holy Week in 2023, we're going to have the beautiful opportunity to console him 
2,000 years ago as he goes through his suffering. And the greatest way to actually see this, if, if, if we want to learn more about this, aside from reading it in the book and so on, is in the Divine Mercy Novena itself, which were the words written by St. Faustina, dictated by Jesus himself, when, if you, if you notice, he says, today bring me the souls of, say, the, the priests and religious. They consoled me as I walked through my, my, my path to Calvary. Today bring me the souls of repentant sinners. They, get me, they got me going as I was going through my passion. Today bring me the souls of innocent children. They, they gave me comfort in, in, in my suffering and so on. Of course, I'm paraphrasing here. But the point is that Jesus himself was saying all of the people that gave him strength, gave him love, gave him consolation as he was going through the passion are people that did not yet exist, but it's all of us. So it's a beautiful reminder as we begin Holy Week this Sunday and as we, of course, we want to be with Jesus on, uh, on Good Friday every step of the way. It's not just something that we do in memory. It's something that we do actively in, in a very supernatural way, but we have the opportunity to be his friends and to be there at the foot of the cross. And we do so by loving him, by appreciating everything we do, and by taking the gifts and the fruits of his death and resurrection truly into our hearts and into our lives, in which we live our lives knowing that Jesus has come to save us in this life and for all of eternity. And to take that gift is something that will console him 2,000 years ago. God bless you. As we continue our Lenten journey, we bring our needs to the Lord with trust and confidence. For all members of the church, may God continue to help us learn to die to ourselves and seek first the good of others. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace in our world, may the Holy Spirit imprint on our hearts God's transforming peace and love. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For families who suffer discord, may God's mercy work in and through them to bring about reconciliation and healing. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our faith community, may we be blessed with the fruits of the Spirit in our works and ministry. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, especially for the soul of Joseph, May they soon come to share in the fullness of Christ's glory. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Almighty God, as you once heard the prayers and supplications of your Son, hear now our prayers and petitions. We ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant, O merciful God, that we may be worthy to serve ever fittingly at your altars, and thereto be saved by constant participation through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For through the saving passion of your Son, the whole world has received a heart to confess the infinite power of your majesty since by the wondrous power of the cross, your judgment on the world is now revealed and the authority of Christ crucified. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks as in exaltation we acclaim. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
the mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Thank you. 
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Communion hymn number 759, Soul of My Savior, number 759. Let us pray. May the unfailing protection of the sacrifice we have received never leave us, O Lord, and may it always drive far from us all that would do us harm through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Bow your heads and pray for God's blessing. Grant, we pray, almighty God, that your servants who seek the grace of your protection 
may be free from every evil and serve you in peace of mind through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God. And have a beautiful day, everyone. Our recessional hymn number 620, Lord Jesus, as we turn from sin. Number 620.